guys, welcome back to another episode of Maz Talks. I'm your favourite host, Maz, and today I've got a special guest. This is a young entrepreneur, Aude from New York. She's probably, you haven't probably seen her in the UK that much, but she's been on the Shade Bar for what she's doing, and big up to her, like, times 10. But today with me, I have Nia. Say hi, Nia. Hello. Um, today, it's, we're just going to talk about what, what she does and hopefully you guys can take a, take a few notes. But let's start by what were you doing before you started your business? I was a hairstylist. Okay. Um, how long were you doing that for? Um, three years. Okay, that's cool. Did you like it? Um, it was okay. It was alright. That's okay. So, I even forgot to even ask you, how long have you been living in New York? Like, all your life or just recently? My whole life. Okay, okay. That's, that's interesting. And the main important question of today is, what made you start your business? Um, I mean... Honestly, at first, it wasn't really, like, a whole business. It kind of got to where it got over time. But I started, you know, selling items just to kind of make extra money. Oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. Well, you already answered my next question, is where are you based? And that's in New York. Just for the audience to know, how old are you? 20, 20 years old. 20 years old, wow. Because I'm 21, I literally just turned freshly 21, just like last month, so we're basically around the same age. Do you have... Happy birthday. (laughs) Thank you. Do you, before you started your business, well, like as it grew, did you have any like sort of business experience or anything like that, or did you have to learn as you went along? Um, Being a hairstylist, I kind of was a sole proprietor business order, mm-hmm. I guess. So that but that was it and that was all. Oh okay. That's that's cool. That's interesting. That's interesting. So I checked your website out and I was like, yeah, you sell quite a lot. So when you originally started, what was your first like product that you you actually made? Um, when I very first started out, I sold a lot of stuff. Um, I used to sell, like, do-rags, bonnets. I used to wholesale other people's products. Mm-hmm. And then I started selling, I had mixed my own oil. And because people just kept telling me to do it, I felt like, um, I didn't think that oils were very proprietary. I felt like anybody could do it. I didn't think that people would gravitate to mine just, you know, for any reason. Yeah. Um, just because I felt like, you know, I would tell people like that they could just mix it themselves and they, but they were just like, no. So, um, I started selling all of that stuff and, but the oil was just the main seller just because it was something that kind of like everybody, like all of my clients and everything could use you know some people mm-hmm. don't wear do-rags some people don't wear bonnets like some 
you know, some guys might feel uncomfortable wearing bonnets or whatever, you know, they shouldn't, but they, you know, they might. Yeah. Then, you know, the gel, the uh, the products that I was wholesaling from other places, like, you know, stuff like that, people not coming to a salon to get your hair done, you probably wouldn't want to gel because that's something that people who do their hair at home would usually buy. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, the oil was one thing that it's just like anybody was buying guy, woman, uh, young, old, get your hair done often, not get it done often. Anybody was kind of buying it. Most of the clients was gravitating towards it. So That's cool. That's actually really interesting. And I've spoken to uh, Amma from this party and she said the same thing. Like she, she was doing quite a lot of different stuff and then it's the oil that everyone was gravitating towards. So, wow. I think I might need to buy some myself once everything's back in stock. Because I saw the website and I said, yeah, she's sold out. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've always kind of like, like, it's always kind of been like that. Like, I used to, it used to sell a lot faster. So, we get in more inventory now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Over time. So, since... Well, I guess is the oil or the oil is your best seller, right? Um, sort of, because the way that I market, I market um the oil as a sealant. Mm-hmm. So, I market the spray as the actual like moisturizer. Yeah. So, it, they they sell best together. Those are the two items that people will you know buy the most, but. The way that I market, like, when I have all of my items in, like, certain, all of my products, if I have everything, mm-hmm. then I will market all of them together. You know, I think that everything is a, a key player or a key, plays a key role in hair health. So it's not, you know, hard for me to market everything that I sell because I don't sell any, like, you know, fluff or filler or, you know, anything that actually isn't essential. So it's, you know, it's kind of easy. Lately, I haven't been marketing um, our conditioner just because we have not been able to get our hands on certain ingredients to make it. So it just has been out of stock for some time. But, you know, other than that, if everything was, if I had access to everything, we would just, like, market the four-pack. And that sells, like, the highest units we've sold, like, like I'd have to do the exact math, but maybe like nine plus four, so like thirteen hundred units in like one sale before. Oh wow! And like yeah, and that's a like four a four pack. So you multiply that by four, you get that's how many bottles were sold just in that like four pack. You know, bundle. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. absolutely crazy. That's absolutely crazy. And I'm, yeah. I'm guessing that you started at home before, because I read, I read a bit into you. I, I won't lie to you. I read a little bit into you, and I saw that you know you started off like doing business from your house, and now you have a warehouse. And congratulations, man! Like honestly, growth is real. Yeah, thank you. Do you, um, I always say a lot of the time like um during this pandemic anyway, a lot of people in the UK started small businesses, and I always said like. My inspiration for starting small businesses was always the Americans because 
from a young age you guys already know how to graft and it's just like they're like like it's just naturally within you guys I don't even know like I watch a lot of like YouTubers who are from America Canada and all those places outside the UK basically and they graft so much harder I'm not saying that they they don't graft as much as the UK lot do but from a young age these are already selling bonnets durags they're selling like hair stuff they're doing nails so like at such a young age whereas when you come to UK it's like we pick up these things when we're in our like 20s like around this age if that makes Mm. sense but yeah yeah tell tell us a little bit about um moving into moving into a warehouse and starting the business from there um I actually just recently put out uh, a YouTube video explaining the entire process of when I moved into my warehouse but it was a crazy time you know I I don't know did you see I don't know if you just personally know Amma or did you see like the actual because we did an interview for um her podcast um I personally know her but from the same like kind of area um we go to the same church like oh my, oh wow yeah she's my big sis in it <laughs> oh wow that's cool that's what's yeah. up <laughs> yeah but we did a, a like a interview and I went super duper into the story but I'll kind of keep it you know short um mm-hmm. basically like so before like I said before we used to sell out really fast like we would sell out in like from January 31st all the way to May 8th I believe all the way to May 8th so about four months I, we would probably do a restock almost like every week until the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. And so all of those restocks, all of them, it's probably like maybe like, I don't know, like eight or something like that. All of them sold out or more than that, actually more than probably like 10, 12, because that's several months, four months, probably like 10, 12, a, a large amount. Uh, they all sold out in six minutes or less. That's so that's so mad wow that's how that's how it used to be but I was doing so like small numbers like my my demand was very high Mm -hmm. but because of the way that I am like when I first started I I was selling a whole bunch of stuff I ended up getting stuck with a lot of inventory so I learned early on to just sell what you know is gonna sell like that's what I that's how I was so I was like all right I know that if I put up this like 200 bottles it's going to sell out in three minutes. I know I'm going to get my return. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, and I was satisfied with the money that was being made. Like I was young and I didn't have a whole lot of bills. I thought I was making good money. The people around me, you know, they work in regular jobs. I was been like, you know, the person getting to the bag, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now it's on a whole different level, but it's like, I was been like the, the richer one among the group, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of just like I was already satisfied where I was at. So, like, at that time, when we were selling out in a few minutes, I'm not thinking, like, yo, like, if you put out a lot more inventory, you would make a lot more money. Like, I wasn't concerned about that. I was like, if I made 10000 in a drop, I was like, this is fire. Like, I'm lit. I'm I'm balling mm-hmm. or whatever. I, I thought I was lit. And then basically around, like, quarantine I started seeing other entrepreneurs like I was just sitting in the crib and I started like getting put on to a lot of different people you know and that's like people was putting their numbers out and I was like oh like hold up wait a minute like people was making what <laughs> Who, this, this person made how much 
You know what I'm saying? I started seeing, like, I was watching a, a video last night of um, Super Saiyan. She was like, yo, she just made $26 million. Like, I'm like, yo, what? Like, that, and it's like, that was around the time that I started getting introduced to these people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I was just like, wow, like, okay, well, you know what? Maybe, like, one day I'm going to make a whole lot of money. And then at that time, I had just kind of, like, seen so many other people making like so much money young people people my age and i was just like you know what we don't even gotta wait till one day we can do this right now yeah exactly and so i upped my inventory like tenfold right Mm -hmm. so if i was doing like 500 bottles before like i'm telling you it was like may 6th i probably did like 500 bottles may 27th i did like 4,000. So it's like almost 10 times the amount. Mm-hmm. And it was like, but at that time, I was just so inspired by other people that I really didn't completely think it through of like, of like where I'm going to actually like produce this amount. Cause we was in this like really small room, like New York, the rooms is mad small. Like, so I didn't really think about how we didn't have no space and then we didn't have any workers either. I, we didn't have equipment. We needed forklifts. I didn't think about none of that. Like, I was just like, yeah, I know I could get it sold. So I had to get, like, a a warehouse mad fast, like, mad fast. So that way we could continue doing what we was doing. Yeah. Because I'm already, like, I'm so fiend and so thirsty. I'm already putting dates out. And, yeah, we're going to do a restock on this day. We're going to do this. I'm ordering stuff, like, doing all of this. And we needed a space, like, a place to put it. And so, like. We did our first big restock May 27th. We was moved into a warehouse on June 19th. So, like, three weeks later. Wow. We was in a place. Yeah. Wow. You, one thing that you touched upon was that all these people around you were were making that money they were, and they were going far in their business. And you thought, today's day, I'm going to start. And I feel like um, a lot of young people, we see people doing better than us and we, we just wait out. We just keep waiting it out instead of actually acting on it and actually doing it in the moment and getting it done. So I like that. I, I can see, I can hear, I can hear the motivation and like what's driving me to become successful. And I like it. I like it a lot. Thank you. So, um, I was checking you. I said 95.9k followers. I said, wow. Yeah. That's a lot. And that's all not like. I know a lot of people on social media, like, they buy their followers and that, but that's literally, like, this is natural growth for you. And for a business like this, nine, that's a lot of followers and that's a lot of people buying your products and staying in contact with you. That's, no, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot indeed. So, yeah. do you have any plans for the future for your business? Um, absolutely. I got all kinds of, like, plans. Like, all kinds of plans. I want to reach, like, um, in terms of followers, I want to reach 100k. Mm -hmm. I wanted to do that before, like, the new year. Um, one thing that I've learned, though, is that I used to pay for a lot of marketing, like, influencers, ads, stuff like that. But I'm starting to realize that I don't actually have to do as much of that anymore. Like, I had a restock the other day, no influencer, no marketing, like, no, none of that. Just straight up posted it on the page, 
send an email, send a text message. I mean, I paid for that little, like, you know, how much it costs to send an email or a text. But yeah. that's only, like, you know, a couple hundred dollars. Nothing crazy. Like, I used to spend thousands on influencers and marketing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, literally, I had, like, such a great result. I was like, well, damn, like, <laughs> I'm wasting my bread doing all. I mean, it, you know, of course, it keeps the brand growing. But I'm like, I don't have to do this as much. Like, I have... Uh, a fit like a customer base you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying like that I don't have to like go so hard for the new buyer every single time no it's true it's true a lot of people that I spoke to that have businesses they say that like once like they get to a certain point they're not going to use influence anymore because I feel like a lot of time us as, us as an audience like we like the influencer we don't necessarily like what they're using or what they wear or anything like that so they're not really necessarily influencing a lot and especially, like, when you have your own business and, like, you pay for everything, every penny counts. So sending it to you and then uh, if I only get, like, one person buying it, it does, it's not necessarily... No, no. Yeah, it's not, it's not necessarily worth it, me sending you a product and I'm not getting what I want in return. So it, what, you, what you're doing makes a lot of sense. And, it, yeah, 100. You already have the followers already. You have your loyal customers. So there's there's no ifs about it and you're, and you're consistent. And that's one thing a lot of brands... Um, aren't really doing at the moment is being consistent with their posts the more you're posting about your brand the more it's in people's faces when you, when, if you're only posting once a month people are going to forget who you are I know that oh, yeah, yeah. not once a month that's crazy <laughs> yeah there's never that you'd be so surprised that people are very lazy when it comes to their brand but you have to have that you have to like your brand yeah you have to make that money to the point where like it's i'm, I'm not gonna eat today if i don't make money so you've got to grind so hard that it's making you money yeah i mean like sometimes the, it could be the little things like the little things can motivate people like sometimes people are not in a position like i'm learning that like at this point i'm kind of like you know I ain't super big, but I'm kind of like a bigger entrepreneur to where people can't really relate to me as much. Mm -hmm. It's like I try to kind of like talk to the people, but it's just like me telling my story is no longer relatable to theirs. So it's like it's it. I can inspire them, but it's like it's hard for them to like really get help from me in terms of like when they ask me certain questions. Yeah. But once one thing I'm learning is to kind of like, you know, go back to that place of when I was a small entrepreneur and kind of like, you know, what motivated me. And the thing about it is sometimes people see like the the big entrepreneur, the people making the millions of dollars, then they like, you know, um, they, they kind of get down on where they are, but it's kind of just like, you got to see, you got to see appreciation in even the smallest things. Like, even if you haven't made a hundred dollars, even if you haven't made, a dollar like if you had an extra person visit your site today that means you did something better than you did yesterday mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying if you even just got more likes on a picture or you got a comment or somebody shared it it's like okay now you know that you're moving in the right direction it doesn't always have to be like uh financial you know physical money to motivate you to you know work hard and everything like that mm-hmm no you make yeah. you make a lot of sense you make a lot of sense and i yeah earlier i can't like <laughs> at the beginning you briefly said that um you have a youtube and that's where you're you know you're posting stuff do you think that you're going to be posting more content on youtube and using that platform as well or is it just for the moment in time i'm trying to so 
that's like with the YouTube, I can really relate to like, cause I'm building that from the ground up, which is crazy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Cause at this point in my career, I should, I feel like I have one, two, three, three Instagram pages. The lowest follower count is 77 K. All three of them are above 77 K. I'm on Twitter, 22,000 followers. And I'm really building this YouTube from the ground up with 600 subscribers. That's crazy. But, you know, like, I kind of just, I got to hustle it. I got to work it. I got to, mm-hmm. you know, post it every day. I already know what I'm going to do, though. Like, when, when I'm, one idea that I have to get, like, my views up and everything like that is to, I'm going to put a, a discount code. I seen B. Simone do this. Put a discount code within the video. And then I'll send, like, an email out to all of my customers. And then they'll have to watch the video so that they can get the discount code. That'll get my views up. You make a lot of sense. I like how you think. Yeah. I like how you think. I like how you think. Wow. No, definitely. Like, yeah. you, you've got it, man. You've got the motivation. You're, you know, you're driven. I like your mindset. So you're, you're, you're a go-getter. And I like that. And I like that a lot of people because that's how I am. I like to just go for things. I see where we go with it. And Yeah, man, I like it. I like you. I like your mindset. <laughs> Thank you. May okay, I'm gonna ask this question. Yeah. You can give me a rough estimate because I don't think you probably know the answer to this, but how many products have you sold since you first died till this very day? Oh damn. I've never actually calculated that, but I do have over forty thousand orders. And but I sell most of my stuff in um I could calculate it for you right now, but it's it's like a rough a rough amount. But it would take me like five minutes. But I have, but over like everything, like uh, Shopify counts um, your orders. So we've had over over forty thousand orders. But the thing about that is, it's not forty thousand bottles because we sell mostly stuff in bundles. Like we, our bundles are like yeah our best top sellers. I have like I made everything a bundle: four pack, three pack, two pack. All types. I had a, a eight pack one time that was limited edition. Yeah, we wow. did a lot of crazy stuff. Wow. Yeah, nah, nah. That eight pack was a headache when it came to packing, though. <laughs> I was even gonna ask you. Um, obviously, because now your business is is kind of big. Um, do you have people working for you? If so, who? Yeah, of course. Um, I have thirteen employees. Um, I'm big on team. I also have a salon, so. It's not the 13 people in the warehouse. I got, uh, you know. Yeah. And then we also have, like, a social media team. So we have, like, six warehouse associates. I have three, well, technically now, four other people on the social media team. And then there's uh, three stylists. Okay. And then there's me. So that's everybody that's pretty much on the payroll. And um, so, yeah. Wow, I like that, and I the emphasis on you like you know being a, being in part of a team and stuff. I like that because, um, did you have Absolutely. any doubts before, like when you started, when like if if you wanted to have people join you? Because I know a lot of people when they start their own businesses, because of like certain situations, they like to just do everything by themselves. But obviously, like your business has grown so quickly that you can't do all of that by yourself. So, yeah, I think that like. People, when they first start, probably not put so much emphasis on, you know, 
getting big immediately, like kind of, like I said before, like, you know, be happy about small achievements. Cause I think that like, and when people put so much emphasis on it, it is going to make you like, you know, push it off and push it off and push it off. But like when I started, I didn't have these like big expectations of myself. Like that allowed me to kind of like start where I was at and just get where I'm going. Mm -hmm. Some people feel like they got to start with everything together. They have to know exactly what they're doing. Everything needs to be perfect. And it's like that kind of mindset will make you push it off and push it off and push it off because you put in too much emphasis on it. And it's going to make you want to quit when it gets too hard. It's kind of just like if you just relax you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Put your stuff out there. Whoever fucks with it, fucks with it. And it's like, you know, even if it's small scale, that's okay. Like, you know, you'll get to bigger scale in time. It's, that's exactly it. That's it. I just want to give you a clap. Like, that, that's it. That is literally it. That's literally it. So, my last question for you, well, my last two questions for you today is, um, how long have you been growing your locks for? 11 years. 11 years. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, like, I cut it, so. Okay. But, yeah. 11 years. I have to cut it again. It's too long. It's, like, by my ass. <laughs> and much. just before we, we wrap up this interview, do you have any tips and you know for people starting up a business since you know you've worked your way up basically so have any for any start business owners like do you have any tips for them or any advice or things to look out for um yeah so i'm going to plug my youtube again um i did just recently make a, a video that was uh five tips for entrepreneurs and i it's not out yet but you know subscribe um, but it was very unique. Like, let me tell you that my advice to people is not stuff that you're going to hear from like other people. Like when I was doing the, um, the interview with Ama, it was like, I was telling them stuff and I was like, yo, listen, like if you ask me about, you know, advice, what I'm going to tell you, you're going to look at me sideways. Cause you're going to be like, what, isn't that what everybody tell you not to do? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it is. But it worked for me. Like I, people, they, they feel how they feel. Like, one thing, you know, I'll give y'all a little snippet, but y'all got to go watch the video. Um, pretty much, I was like, I post a lot. And when I say a lot, like, people would be like, yeah, post a lot. No, I post in excessively. Like, I mean, I'll post 60, 60, six, zero, <laughs> 60 posts wow. in one day. Straight up. Wow. Straight up. 60. I, I'll do it. Like, and some people will be like, that's going to make people annoyed and unfollow you. No, that's just going to remind them that, hey, this is like people are more like people that genuinely want your stuff are more annoyed when you don't like when you really don't get the word out. Mm-hmm. If you having a 50 percent off sale and you only started posting about it the day before, they're going to be pissed off when they missed it. And you did some crap marketing. So don't like in terms of getting the word out there. So no one knew. No one knew. Everybody missed out. And and whatnot, and nobody got the opportunity to to you know do the fifty percent off sale, mm-hmm. and that's like another way that you can uh, pretty much just drum up um, hype and adrenaline, which to me is just exciting to not to only me but also to the customer to where when they get the product they're gonna repost it 
Like, I'm sure when you bought something from Amazon, you probably did not post a picture and be like, oh, look at this Amazon package I just got. Nobody, you don't care. Nobody cares. But when you get your lock guy package, your gold package in the mail, you lit. Like, you like, yo, look what I got. Y'all know I went through hell and high water to get this, but I made it. Like, mm-hmm. they excited to post it. They like, listen, I done rushed to the site and bought it in two seconds. I'm posting my confirmation. I'm posting my package when I get it. I'm posting the the, the update when it tell me that it has been shipped. They they post everything now. They post it all. They post the little mail truck when they see the mail truck pulling up. The, they like, yeah, <laughs> the mailman is here. Packages, yes, they open it. Look at the the packaging. The, oh, they smell it. It smells good. Then they put it on their hair. Look at my hair. Like that's a lot of advertisement. Why? Because you your brand is exciting. It makes people excited when they get it. So it's like that's free advertisement. But when you whack with your business and you know it's like it's no hype. You know people think, oh yeah, that's annoying. Those people don't want to buy it anyway. Like if they, I just that's how I think in my mind. Like if a person is making an an excuse to buy your stuff, they don't really want it like that. I'm telling you, cause back. It's crazy how people will save up money for Jordans. They'll wait on lines. I don't want to hear nothing in the cold. I done seen it in New York City. It'd be cold out. People waiting on lines for Jordans. They done saved up. You know, they not even, they have a many McDonald's checks. Whatever they got to <laughs> do, they going to get their J's. So I don't want to hear none of that. A person that don't really want it is going to make the excuse. People that really do, they not. They going to get it. And when they get it, they going to be that much more excited. And they going to really love your brand and have that. Uh, extra amount of respect, an extra amount of, you know, love for it because it, it really has uh, a actual, like, effect on their mood. Like, when they get it, they feel excited. Like, they feel happy. This is a high point in their day. People talk about, like, I got my package. That just made my whole week better. I was having a shitty week. That just made my week. Like, you know, mm-hmm. so, yeah. No, definitely, definitely. It makes sense. This is, this is what I was saying to a lot of people, like, You've got to post your brand here to the point where you're choking people with your stuff. Like they need to see it every every hour, every minute. They need to see it. Yeah, the more they see it, just like you said, the more they're gonna be like, "Yeah, this person is serious about what they're doing." Let's let's see what they're up. Like, do you get it? No, that's a that's you know a good advice. Whoever's listening, take that in, take it in, and sure, it works. I mean, at new 90,000 followers but 40,000 orders like what is that 50% you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. almost 50% buyer like uh conversion that's a high conversion very high very high and no I'm, I'm I love this interview with you and I learned so much and I hope people that are, you know have tuned into it as well like you're taking everything that she's saying because this is this is the real entrepreneur, you know, she's telling us the real facts, yeah, she told you a little bit of her insights, and, she, you know, I hope everyone actually, t- like, she was taking everything that she's saying, because she didn't come here for no reason, yeah, she didn't come here for no okay. reason. As always, okay. thank you, Nia, for coming on here. I will be putting okay. all your links and everything in the, in the description, so people can obviously check you out. Also, make sure you guys subscribe to her channel. Subscribe, subscribe. to YouTube. Subscribe, yes. subscribe, subscribe. <laughs> yeah, do that. Do that. Watch the videos. Mm-hmm. Trying to get trying to get monetized. Help me out. <laughs> 2021 is the year of opportunities and the year of impact. So let's do it, man. Let's do it. As okay. always, I'm your favorite host, Maz. Thank you for listening to Maz Talks. Like I said, all the links will be in the description. Thank you, Nia, for coming on. 
no problem. Thank you for having me. <laughs> See you in the next one.